What are we to make of Akaki? I want to share my own reaction to the character of Akaki Akakievich. In part, of course, I couldn't help but find him pathetic. He is so shriveled in appearance, short of stature, pockmarked, mole-eyed, and wrinkled, and he is so shrinking in demeanor, not even glancing up when he is given something to copy, that it almost seems like he is folding in on himself and at any moment might go out of existence altogether. His name, with its staccato repetition of sounds, is comical in any language, but I've both read many times and been told by a native Russian that those sounds have an unmistakable connotation of excrement. His mother rejected the names of the saints in favor of one that has the effect of labeling him a loser. He is given no respect, and he demands none. His superiors treat him in coolly despotic fashion, the porter gives him no more reception than he would a fly, and some assistant to the head clerk thrusts papers under his nose without so much as a word. His co-workers tease and laugh at him, and he bears it all without complaint, aside from those rare occasions that he is provoked into mournfully pleading with them to leave him alone. He is capable of nothing beyond the trivial, monotonous task of copying. Even something so simple as changing a headline or altering a few words from the first to the third person causes him so great a toil that he breaks out in a sweat and begs to return to copying. His brutish eating habits would make a gourmand's hair stand on end. He, quote, sipped his cabbage soup up quickly and swallowed a bit of beef with onions, never noticing their taste, and gulping down everything with flies and anything else which the Lord happened to send at the moment, unquote. That description was also hilarious, as was his standard for when to stop eating, when he sees his stomach start to swell. He is so detached from the experience that it's almost as if he's watching someone else eat for him. I'm not quite done with his patheticness yet. I can't be without addressing his rusty meal-colored clothes, always with a bit of hay or some trifle sticking to them, and his hat, always covered with scraps of melon rinds and other such articles. Why is or some trifle and other such articles the funniest part of this description? I don't know, but it is. And we can't forget that he is always covered with hay and melon rinds and other such articles, because he is so oblivious to the world around him and such a consummate sad sack that he always ends up under a window just as the rubbish is being thrown out. Finally, on the rare occasions that he tries to speak, he simply can't. The effort, again, is comical. Quote, It must be known that Akaki Akakievich expressed himself chiefly by prepositions, adverbs, and scraps of phrases which had no meaning whatever. If the matter was a very difficult one, he had a habit of never completing his sentences, so that frequently, having begun a phrase with the words, this, in fact, is quite, he forgot to go on, thinking he had already finished it, unquote. There is so much about him that is absurd. And yet, I also found him strangely likable. There is an earnestness and purity about him that is charming. Aside from the other things said about his name, I've also heard it suggested that it connotes St. Acacius, known for his simple living, or derives from the Greek word akakia, which means harmless, gentle, and pure. These, too, seem to capture an important aspect of his character. 
His work may be mundane, but I loved how much he loved it. Quote, It is not enough to say that Akaki labored with zeal. No, he labored with love. In his copying, he found a varied and agreeable employment. Enjoyment was written on his face. Some letters were even favorites with him, and when he encountered these, he smiled, winked, and worked with his lips, till it seemed as though each letter might be read in his face as his pen traced it. Unquote. He finds such satisfaction in his simple life. Quote, Having written to his heart's content, he lay down to sleep, smiling at the thought of the coming day, of what God might send him to copy on the morrow. Unquote. And his laughable obliviousness has a corresponding guilelessness, starkly contrasted with his condescending colleague's spite. Quote, Never once in his life did he give heed to what was going on every day in the street. While it is well known that his young brother officials trained the range of their glances till they could see when anyone's trouser straps came undone upon the opposite walk, which always brought a malicious smile to their faces. Unquote. Akaki is a humble, modest, uncomplex man who, quote, with a salary of 400 rubles, understood how to be content with his lot, unquote. So, at times I found myself focused on how pathetic he was. At others, I found his earnestness appealing. And sometimes I experienced just a sort of end-in-itself entertainment, like Gogol was just a comic doing a character sketch. Because whatever we feel about him, Akaki is definitely unforgettable as a type, and a really funny one. I will remember forever images like this one, which combines all these elements, pathos, innocence, and humor, at once. Quote, But Akaki Akakievich saw in all things the clean, even strokes of his written lines. And only when a horse thrust his nose from some unknown quarter over his shoulder— and sent a whole gust of wind down his neck from his nostrils, did he observe that he was not in the middle of a line, but in the middle of the street. Unquote. This question of how we ought to feel about Akaki underlies all the debate around what this story really means. Is Gogol laughing at him? Does he feel sorry for him? Or is he, perhaps, just doing a bit, and a brilliant one? <laughs> 